Blog Talk Radio. Hi, good morning, or I should say good afternoon, Gary. <laughs> yes, ma'am, just barely, though. <laughs> just barely. Well, Gary, you have just, you mean, you've always won America, but you've really won America over earlier this week. You fought, <laughs> you fought and you earned that final spot to go into the semi semifinals on America's Ninja Warrior. What is your week? What has the rest of your week been like? <laughs> it has been absolutely wild. Um, I've gotten hundreds of phone calls and emails and messages from friends, family, strangers, uh, fellow ninjas, um, radio, TV. There's been interviews and scheduling and it, podcasts. It, it's just been wild. It's been it's been awesome. Well, I know you're busy, and I just thank God that you had time for us here on that long list <laughs> of your things to do. Well, okay, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of this here. Okay, season 15, of course, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, new obstacle, the kite surfer. Oh, oh God. <laughs> How tough was it, Gary? Oh, that thing was super tough. Uh, you know, if, if I wasn't hanging on to those the vlog for so long. I think I would have had a little bit, a little bit more energy to to tackle that thing. But um, you know, it was it was a wide uh, uh, span, and then it it wobbled, and it was on springs, and it was it was super challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who creates these obstacle contraptions, but they do a very good job on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, my goodness, they're incredible. Absolutely. Well, now, another new aspect of the show this season is the uh, the head-to-head runoff race, and did you ever show out? I was, Gary, I was cheering so loud for you when, when <laughs> your competitor, James Thorwalk, uh, we, we know what happened with him, he fell in the water, and then... And then you just took over. Did you go into third gear, or what went through your head when you said, "Okay, I got this for real"? Oh man, that you know, adding that head-to-head element is is totally different, totally different mindset. You know, you got to go faster, you know, but you also need to go farther. So, uh, you know, when the the very first obstacles with the steps, I, I just can't go super fast on that because the angle and they're so small that I didn't want to misstep. And I actually kind of saw James in the corner of my eye slip and almost fall in on that first obstacle. And so I was just glad that I, I took my time and got through that. And then, and then uh, that's, yeah, the second obstacle, you know, he, uh, he didn't quite get the, the lift I think he wanted and, and so, and so I was, I was about to jump and try and catch him when I saw him fall and I kind of gathered myself and I thought, okay, I need to take my time. I need to make sure I land my, my, my hand on the, on the grip. I need to, uh, put everything I, I have into this obstacle right here, right now. And so I focused and, and that's what I did. It was, it was amazing. Now, Gary, I saw where uh, your personal motto is adapt and overcome, and that is exactly what you have done. As we all know, that uh, you have a partial, uh, your you amputee, you lost half your leg, your left leg, uh, but you have just overcome so much. Before the, uh, the the amputation, were you already a fan of American Ninja Warrior? Had it occurred to you to say, hey, I might, I might want to do that one day? Or what was that like? 
Yeah, so I've always enjoyed watching the show. Uh, I've always been athletic and competitive, and so I always thought that someday I might try out, but, you know, how life kind of gets in the way and family and different things. And so, uh, ironically, in 2016, I actually put in uh, a video application for the first time, and I didn't get selected then, uh, and so I didn't really think much of it. And then in 2019, uh, you know, after I got back, on the job as a as an amputee, and I started to to challenge myself in other ways with with uh, USA volleyball and and uh, and basketball and different things. Um, I thought, well, what else can I do? And then and then in 2020, I started um, competing in these ninja leagues. Uh, and then yeah, and then in 21, I at the end of 21 is when I applied for Ninja Warrior again. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And, and then, yeah, it was December of 21 as I put in that application. And then in, in January of 22, I got a, I got a phone call that they, uh, they selected me. And so, uh, yeah, last March of, of 22 was my first time on the show. It was, it was exciting. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, and then, and of course, this year I put in another application, and uh, they selected me again. And you know, I got to uh, to face off that log runner, and and it got me last year. But uh, you know, I I really wanted to to run across them this year, <laughs> uh, but I didn't uh, exactly do it that way, did I? So uh, you know, I found myself falling again on the log runner, but I told myself that this was. This was not going to beat me this year. I'm I'm going to get through this. I don't know how, uh, but I am not going down right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you did not. Oh my goodness. So okay, uh, are you the are you the show's first amputee to make it this far in the competition? Do I have that right or what? Yep. Yep. I. Uh, Fortunate enough to make a little history on the show, first amputee to make it to the semifinals. So, what is it like actually competing and meeting some of your Ninja Warrior hero, heroes like Daniel Gill and all the rest of them? Yeah, it's exciting. You know, it's a little surreal. You see them on TV, these these professional athletes, and it, and uh, you know, you get a sense of you know, awe and amazement, of course, and and then you see them, and you're like, no way, and and uh, you know, I'm meeting them and talking to them. And tell them, you know, how much they, you know, I look up to them and how my kids look up to them um, and what they're able to accomplish. Um, and it's, it's interesting uh, because, you know, they kind of flip around and, and, and they're also humble and, and nice and kind. And, and they say the same thing to me. They say, you know, we saw you last year and, and we think that you're doing a lot of great things, too. So keep it up. And so it's it's humbling it's 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 awesome these guys are are super competitive but they also um are our family the ninja family is, is very real and they they care a lot about each other and and they show it in a variety of ways but yeah it was it was awesome to meet meet some of these top ninjas oh yeah you can see the family camaraderie among the ninja competitors i've been i've been watching this yeah. show from season one, I, I'm just a longtime fan of, of the show, uh, just totally. Well, okay, uh, i got two more questions here. So, 
in addition to being a successful firefighter, you're also a much in demand public speaker, but I understand that you also have a book. So tell us about your book. Yeah, so once I got back on the job uh, as an amputee uh, firefighter, uh, I made a little bit of uh, television news and such, and so teachers started to uh, reach out to me and say, hey, this is amazing. Would you mind coming to my classroom and talking to my kids about overcoming challenges in life? And I thought, absolutely, you know, I'd love to build some mental strength in this next generation. And, and so I started going to classrooms and speaking to kids and um, I really fell in love with it. And so I thought, how can I get this message of hope and, and determination and resilience uh, to, to the world? And so that's when it kind of popped in my mind to write a children's book. Um, and this is going to blow your mind, but it is about a firefighter. <laughs> and, uh, and he gets hurt on the job and ends up uh, losing his leg, of course. Um, and, you know, with the help of his friends, he's able to learn how to, to walk again and run again and and train to be a firefighter again. And by the end of the book, of course, he, he makes it back, uh, back to being a firefighter as an amputee. And, uh, you know, that book actually is doing well, and it kind of spawned into more books. So I actually have a five-book series now, and uh, the second book is called Fisher Finds a Friend, and, you know, Fisher, he is working in a car accident in front of the uh, animal shelter, and sees a little puppy in there, looks very sad, and uh, he goes over to see her, and, and she, she stands up, and she only has three legs, oh. and so nobody wants to adopt her because she looks different, and She's going to be a little bit more work than what uh, some people um, want to do. And so Fisher, of course, uh, adopts her and takes her home and uh, soon realizes that, that she can do anything a four-legged dog can do, only better and faster. And so my first book, Fisher's Accident, it's, it's doing very well. But the second book, Fisher Finds a Friend, is is doing just as well. Kids absolutely love the puppy. And so um, that has turned into books three, four, and five, where Fisher and Fit, that's the dog's name, uh, they go camping and they go to the circus and they rescue a construction worker. And, and you know, it's... The, the purpose behind these books is kind of twofold. I wanted to show kids that, you know, we can do hard things. <laughs> when life kind of throws you a curveball and, and it gets really tough on you, you know, don't give up, all right? Keep moving forward. You know, you, we, can, we can get through this and still live a great life. Uh, and, then, and then the second part is that, you know, I wanted a book series to showcase that the main character looks different. And I really believe that our differences are what make us human. And I, if I can build this, this um, idea, this concept into kids' minds now and as they get older, um, hopefully they can keep that and, and realize that, yeah, we're all different. And, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, it's what makes us human. And, uh, and then when they see an amputee or someone that looks different at the supermarket or the ball game, 
you know, they're not so shocked, right? They've seen it in a book and they just tend to keep it moving. So there's no awkward conversations and I just, it, it, they are amazing conversation starters. And I've had so many people message me to say, wow, I, I didn't realize that amputees can do this. And, and this has stirred so many different conversations with my child. And now we talk about all kinds of uh, disabilities and adversity and challenges in life. And it's just, it's wonderful. I love, I love what has happened with this series and, and I couldn't be more, more grateful. But I want to add that these books are beautifully illustrated, by the way, and they're available on Amazon and wherever five books are sold. Now, Gary, it sounds like now you're going to have to add another one. You know, Fisher is on American Ninja Warrior, and it's how he does that. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you what, um, uh, along those lines, so I have created a alias for myself. Um, when I compete at the, because I'm in other ninja leagues, and when I compete, I'm actually, I, I have a little bit of a suit that I put on, and I am the Fearless Fan Man. Ah. And Fan Man is an acronym. F stands for firefighter, A stands for amputee, and N stands for ninja. Oh. So I'm actually writing a graphic novel right now about the fearless fan man. So we'll see what comes of that. Wow, Gary, you are a man with so many talents here. And I'm just so happy <laughs> for your success. I really, really am. And I'm telling you, again, I was cheering for you. You would think that you were my <laughs> relative or something. I was so happy to see you make it through. Oh, thank you. So, and I also want to let people know that you are available Sounds like you're very booked right now, but you are available to speak at various events. Your website is your full name, GaryWheeland.com, W-E-I-L-A-N-D. And how can people reach you social media-wise if they want to say hello to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's all just under my name, Gary Weiland. Um, it's a little surreal right now, but if you Google, <laughs> if you Google me, it, 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 there's a plethora of videos and pages and news um, that pop up and I'm on Facebook and Instagram and, and you can find me on TikTok. It's just Gary Wyland. Um, pretty easy to find and I'm happy to happy to talk to anyone that's going through any difficult times or speak to schools. Um, I do business conferences. I just uh, I have this message of, of hope and faith and determination and resiliency that I just I really want to build some mental strength uh, in this country and, and show people that we can do hard things as long as we don't quit. We just have to adapt and overcome. And I cannot think of anything more harder and more difficult to do than to compete on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Gary, we will look forward to seeing you and the rest of the Ninja King in action, on the, as, as they say, on the next American Ninja Warrior. So thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm a fellow Texas girl, so I used to shop all over Denton. So I've lived in Dallas, so I know all about that area. So congratulations. And you are so deserving of all the success that you're now receiving. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week on American Ninja Warrior Season 15. All right. Thank you. Have a okay. good day. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.